0: And that is the worst British accent I've ever heard. It's like a cross of Gordon Ramsay and a squirrel.
1: Who goes there? Oh, it's you. Come on in. Welcome to the scum (laughs) bar. Welcome to the Scumbar Podcast, where we talk movies, video games, pop culture, Pikachu, and everything in between! I am your host. I'm your host. Get get away. I'm your host. Uh, what's my name? Matt Brush. And with me today is this guy. That guy.
0: He's that guy. He's that guy. Anthos.
1: Hello, Anthos. How are you doing today? I am doing... That's good. I'm glad. That's how, really good, actually. How are you doing? Are you doing? I, I I am as well. I am also doing. Cool. Anthos, are you doing so well you'd like to hear a joke? Uh, usually. Good. I'm glad. So here we go. Here's my joke. Are you ready? Are you sure? Are, are you positive? ready? Yeah. Okay. Are that- you ready for a pirate joke? <laughs> I am ready. Which side of the boat does a good pirate try to avoid the
0: underside <laughs> <laughs>
1: not far off uh, the outside uh, hey! Hey! okay that was
0: uh, oh. see that's oh. my thinking like yeah i wanted to go outside of the boat and I can't think simple enough to think the word outside. <laughs> I have to go further.
1: You're so close to getting these. One of these days, you're going to get it. You're going to uh, tell it right back to me. I'm going to go, whoa. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> and Thaws. what's our next topic? Why don't you let me know? Um. So our first topic of the day. Oh, no, not topics. Uh, sorry, next section, I mean. Oh, okay. My bad. I set you up wrong there. What's our first section? Well, our first section. <laughs> our next <laughs> thing
0: that we're going to talk about. That's is the Is news? E old news.
1: All right. Uh, what's, uh, slap some news on me? What do you got?
0: Slap some news. Um. Okay. So, like, one of the only things that I could think of was, and like, this is kind of late too because I, I've kind of, oh, this is this is personal news. I've sort of, I pretty Uh-oh. much stopped playing Pokemon Go. Like, Whoa. it was just, because like, oh, I was, are you, are you I was, okay? Uh, you know, what's I'm better on? now. I feel, okay. I feel more at ease. There's a, there's a big weight that's been lifted off my Good. belt like i don't have what to carry my pokeballs anymore why
1: <laughs> where what made you stop?
0: uh well, it's actually i ran out of data for the month and so oh. and, like, and the thing is <laughs> not because of playing pokemon go but just for other things and um normally when i play like i haven't i've been more of a passive player mm. so i would just kind of play it like once i've finished driving and I get to my next spot i'll play from like my car to the door wherever I'm going and it's really yeah. not playing that much and so I figured you know like while I can't even like I don't uh, if I can't connect to Wi-Fi I don't have data um, it you can't play Pokemon go so I figured you know I'm just gonna take this opportunity to stop because I was barely playing anyway and like what's the right. point like this isn't the kind of grind that I like to play um, But anyway, this alludes to the next iteration of a Niantic game, which recently came out uh, on June 21st, I believe kind of worldwide, or at least UK and US was uh, Harry Potter Go. (laughs) Sorry, it's actually called Wizards Unite, (laughs) but I'm going to keep calling it Harry Potter Go because it's Harry Potter Go. So um, yeah, I haven't actually played it myself and I probably won't, but I checked out a video of people playing it and you know what? It's nice that like off the bat it looks um it looks a lot more solid than when Pokemon Go came out. But you know, that's that's pretty safe to say just because
1: they've had the time.
0: Niantic, yeah, like they had they had all the time to learn from Pokemon Go in the meantime while they were developing Harry Potter Go. So right. it looks like a solid game. Um uh the animations look pretty cool. They uh the AR aspect, um I don't even know if it really adds that much to it i mean you i don't know it's it's okay but um the uh blah, 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 blah. what i found watching somebody start off playing that game was there was so much reading that oh really like, it was such a turn off for me i'm like i need to skip through this video to find like action and i couldn't like i had to oh. skip like further into the video like this like the first like five to ten minutes was already just like reading through, like, these people telling you, like, oh, by the way, like, you're in the... You're a wizard, Harry, and um, this is what you've got to do, and yeah, it's just... It's a bit of a turn-off, but I
1: assume that people who get past that enjoy the game, and... Maybe it's fun. My, my biggest issue with VR games is now my my biggest issue with AR games as well. And that is that as a consumer, you can't find good footage of it at all. Uh, so their marketing materials for any of this stuff is just trailers of live action people going out there and being Harry Potter. And it's like, I get that that's the feeling of the game, but show me the game. But then they'll, then like if you were talking honestly with a marketing person, they would tell you, uh, we can't. Like it's almost impossible to just show you the game in a way that would make you understand how it feels to play the game. So we just have to show you a trailer on how it feels to play the game. So, But don't you think annoying. that they could
0: just do like a screen recording and just show you that? Because
1: like Niantic the did that you with look at Pokemon a Go already. Sorry? But when you look at a screen recording, sometimes that would look really bad. Oh. And people <laughs> might think it's bad. Like you might look at Pokemon Go and think it's really bad, even if it isn't is the problem. So mm. from a marketer's perspective, there's like the pros outweigh the cons, right? So... Pokemon Go, even when I watched it, right? Like you're comparing that gameplay now to every other Pokemon game you've ever played. Exactly. So the gameplay. The gameplay to Pokemon Go, you're sort of like, ooh, this doesn't look very good because there's not much here. Yeah. But that's actually not doing enough justice to an AR game because there is actually quite a bit of the experience that is just going out there and playing the game. So from a marketer's perspective, it's you got to find a good line. And I think Pokemon Go did a pretty good job showing what the game was like. So I knew what I was getting into before playing it. But this Harry Potter one, there's no reason why I would play this because when they don't show you any gameplay, that tells me there's nothing. Like there's nothing I want to play out of this, yeah, you know um, what actually so I have, I, like more yeah.
0: more as as I scrubbed a little bit further i could I couldn't really tell if there was any kind of consequence, you know, like with pokemon go if you um if you run out of balls or if uh the Pokemon just happens to run just off off of any throw that it doesn't that the ball doesn't catch it, then your mm-hmm. consequence is you don't get to catch that Pokemon again, right, I assume there there would be similar consequences like so in what I saw, you have to um like, there's different tasks. Like, the first one I saw was he had to release Hagrid from, like, a net. And it was probably just, like, oh, the yeah. first... It's, like, the lesson. Um, it's kind of, like, the starter Pokemon of, like, the tasks, right? Like, you'll, you'll finish it no matter what. But then the next one I saw was he had to, um, like, he had to tap something and then he had to um, uh, trace, the, trace, like, the diagram or trace the, the path of whatever, like, um, uh, spell he's supposed to cast and it doesn't seem like if you fail that you won't get to try it again or something like that like it seems like it's just like it'll stay there uh, I, I might not have just like watched enough but it, it almost seems like there isn't enough consequence like it's just like that was one of my things with pokemon go it's like this is too easy anyway sorry
1: Let's... yeah no i felt that with pokemon go as well though it was a little bit too monotonous was like you could almost automate the whole process yeah um as the gameplay um the Harry Potter thing seems to confuse me, too, because I don't know what the overall goal is, but it's so muddled. Like, it seems like there's a lot of different things you're doing. Well, one of the benefits of Pokemon Go is that there is just mainly the one thing you're doing. It's either a inventory management game or it <laughs> yes. was a, um you know, flipping a ball at a thing game. But the fun thing is, is that that's all it was, too. So at the same time, you didn't have to think too much and you could still have a nice game that you were kind of going with and collecting yeah um there obviously you could add more and more and more but the base solid game there was pretty simple yeah but this harry potter one i'm I'm now seeing some gameplay videos that people have put up that's another stupid thing it has to be the people to put up these videos it's not the actual niantic putting up the videos it's the people um and these videos it's just like man i've seen like so many different things people are doing but that just looks like they had to Make a bunch of stupid mini games for people to play because they didn't really know what the overall point was. they just wanted to slap Harry Potter over AR yeah so uh yeah it's it's confusing to me. I'd have to try it to really know if it's good or bad, but it doesn't look very good from what I'm seeing
0: yeah I mean uh, this it's still in the really early stage it's only been out for such a short while that like at, at the same time while it it started off as a solid looking game there's there's bound to be tons more updates and and additions. Right that will will probably add to like the overall core concept of the game right and we just we just can't see it right now especially because we're not even playing it we're just we're basing it off of whatever whatever we're finding on YouTube so right yeah eventually we'll we'll find more footage from people it's not going to be from Niantic it's going to be from more people but that's okay
1: well that kind of falls into my topic actually for later on but we'll get into that later in in the topic section yeah. um also just before we leave just on the AR thing I just want to bring up that Minecraft I saw the Minecon video and they actually are coming out with an AR game for Minecraft called Minecraft Earth um, cool. there's no gameplay footage that i could see of it it was again one of those stupid trailers where it's live action <laughs> it shows a girl walking around with her phone and seeing all these minecraft things in real life and you're like oh and that but, means nothing <laughs> i know it's like what where's the gameplay what do you do right and then the, the, the promotional sh- like here i'll show you this the promotional shots will be uh it'll be like a family just like building something together and you're like oh okay so like you're like oh okay that tells me what that's (laughs) so you build you build it's like your family and you're all building stuff together uh out here in real life and everyone's got their phone they're pointing at something that's not actually there and then like you watch the trailer and the trailer is just nonsense like (laughs) this doesn't mean anything none of this means anything it's a girl skateboarding down a road while minecraft objects just pop up out of nowhere but that doesn't actually mean anything it really (laughs) doesn't yeah, so while I am interested for sure and I think there actually is a really interesting Minecraft game they could make with AR, I don't know to if I should get excited or not. So
0: I get so much more from that splash like of the people surrounding that one tower. Yeah, like a, a better understanding of the game based on that, like way more than I do from that trailer that you just showed me. Because like, oh, of course. like it's like yeah, several one people, image, yeah, yeah, like several people with their phones and they're all pointing at the same object. Which yeah. like, okay, obviously that means like we can we can integrate with each other. Like in Pokemon actually, Go, you couldn't really point. do that right away, right? But this actually, one is like in
1: AR. That's almost an interesting thing if everybody could kind of play God and build like Lego. Uh, on a table or something, but just with their phones looking at the table and building all the pieces, but yeah. they're all looking at the same structure. That's actually really interesting. That would be very cool if that worked, but I doubt that's what it is because that would be a lot of coding. Like, that would be way too hard to make that all work.
0: I, I think, no, it, it probably is because even with Pokemon Go, like, it wasn't, it was all individualized in the very beginning, per se, except for the fact that when you went to a gym, if you put your Pokemon in the gym, everybody else would see your Pokemon in that gym, right? right. So they already the con- had a bit of that. Um, uh, that, like, multiplayer aspect there. They just didn't really build upon it until, like, way further down the road.
1: But everything Pokemon is turn-based. Even even the multiplayer elements, even trading. Everything is... And I don't mean turn-based in, like, fighting style. I mean turn-based in, like, coding style. Like, everything is one action happening, and then the code gets sent off to the server, and then another action happening, that code gets sent off to the server, and then it sends the information back to the players. But if you're all building something on a table, you need that thing to be stationary. It has to be... Uh, thing that's staying in one spot like we saw in the promotional image there um for it to actually work like that means the server has to know the exact xyz core uh, orientation of the object on the table and the rotation of it and know that it's staying stable for everyone to be looking at it with their phones and then manipulating that object so on Hmm. pokemon go for example if people are looking at the same pokemon which i don't even think you can do but maybe you can fight a boss and everyone's looking at the pokemon yeah you can right okay i would hide and correct me if i'm wrong but i would doubt that when they're all looking at the pokemon it is exactly moving with the animations together on everyone's phone. I would assume that it's a little different depending on everyone's phone. That's interesting. I've never really
0: paid attention, but maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Like they
1: would want you to think that it's some giant thing that's there now that everyone's phone you can see. And as it moves its right arm and it's swinging across like a city or something, everyone's watching that right arm go at the same time. Yeah. They would want you to think that, but I really doubt that's the case. And in this (laughs) Minecraft thing, I just think it'd be interesting if there actually was like virtual structures everyone was building together. But in order to do that, you'd have to get a lot closer to that, and I think that's just difficult. Right. From coding perspective. So who's who's um, making this uh, this mobile game? Uh, it's Microsoft. Microsoft Studios. Just so oh, cool, okay. I, I I couldn't find Niantic tied to it at all, and that's the thing too is I don't think with Minecraft there's any benefit to uh, maps Google Maps, and that's Niantic's biggest thing, is they have the tie in with Google Maps, so they can they've got everything geolocated or whatever right yeah um based on that one game they already did before pokemon go whatever that game was called uh scrabble remember go? That game no <laughs> uh it doesn't really matter anyways um i don't see why minutes. minecraft would need to know like minecraft wouldn't need any of that it wouldn't need to worry about the maps it may worry about uh biomes or something i don't know if it wants to do anything like that but i think minecraft benefits more from just being a local experience people can play in their living room but use the ar to people's creative advantage ingress ingress that's the one thank you ingress yes oh that was a game wasn't it a game i don't know didn't oh. people make choices or something i don't I, I honestly don't really know
0: oh interesting i guess when i heard the word ingress i got that i thought that was some sort of like like um uh some sort of like unreal engine kind of code like an open source oh. thing like a, no, the, no no, just no because it was totally like, a game ah uh, because like the word has are, a huge like, following Okay. Okay, that makes sense. It's just like the name itself it was like, to me it was it didn't like, sound like a game. It was like this sounds like a platform or something.
1: No, it was it was why Pokemon Go had all its data. Uh, all these Ingress players had three different factions, and they all went out and tried to do different things. Very similar to Pokemon Go is the pre Pokemon Go game. And uh, they would go and find these areas in real life and mark them. And those areas became the faction's hideouts and all that kind of stuff. So when oh. Pokemon Go started, those factions literally just became the factions in Pokemon Go. And the players that were already players in Ingress were able to have player accounts in Pokemon Go. And just log into their account or whatever. It was the same account.
0: Wait, so in this, in Ingress Go, was this the one where... I'm just going to call it Ingress Go. <laughs> Ingress Go, <yeah. laughs> Was this the hey one man, where go. people could, like... You could travel to, like, some random place on the off the highway and there's a cache?
1: And oh, then, I think so. Yeah, I think that sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay, that would make sense because my—that's also why when we started playing Pokemon Go, there was already Pokemon Centers everywhere. Those were all from Ingress. Ah,
0: Ingers. okay. Because yeah, my po- my my Pokemon, my uncle, um, like he is playing. He's playing Pokemon Go, and he was the one that was telling me about like, oh yeah, you can go to all these places, and like you go to a cache, and you'd like you find an item that's just there. And I'm like, what do you mean you find an item? And like, I thought he meant like you physically find something there that somebody oh. randomly placed i'm like this doesn't seem ethical That's called
1: geocaching like, it's a little different yeah <laughs> so anyway yeah. yeah no i mean it's a little bit of a tangent but yeah i think it's just interesting knowledge there but so minecraft's doing it too who knows what they're gonna do but ar in general it's just a pretty interesting thing um some games could work i guess pokemon go worked better than i thought it was going to uh and also worse than I thought it was going to. At the same time, it, like, it did both for me. Well, you know? Like, it started it,
0: off worse than we expected, and yeah, then, and then but it, got it also better.
1: lasted way longer. So it's like it's I can't gone. really fault it. It still was fun. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's true. I played it. I played it longer than I thought I would. Yeah. Um. In other news, uh, did, have you been watching Castlevania at all? The anime on um Netflix. No, but I want to. And there's it's another. Really good. Isn't there another anime that's
0: on Netflix right now, or maybe coming to Netflix? That's supposed. Is it to be- Devil May Cry? Because that's what I was going to talk
1: about. <laughs> oh, I, it wasn't that, but let's talk about that. Okay. So the Castlevania one treatment has been doing so well, and it's pretty much just let's make this video game into an anime on Netflix and make gamers actually do this. Yeah. So that it's not like going to be miscalculated or misjudged, and so <laughs> it's doing very well and it's really good. Um, and if you like Castlevania at all, I definitely encourage you to check that out. But because of that, the next one they're going to work on apparently is Devil May Cry. So they're giving one of the creators the uh, ability to just make their own anime for netflix for devil may cry so, so sorry, I'm going it, ahead with that
0: and are these um these are like north america netflix originals like are they are they produced in english or are they like japanese with english subs and dubs i honestly and stuff?
1: don't know but it looks like japanese style anime so i would say it's probably japan first and then english second okay uh, but i know that netflix is Netflix provides the money and they make them, so I believe it says Netflix original on them, but I don't actually know. I'd have to search it up.
0: Okay. I you know what? Okay, I never played Devil May Cry. Um, yeah, I, I haven't played it much either. But But do you know no. the concept of it?
1: A little bit, yeah. Can you tell uh, me? Yeah, was, sorry, I know I know <laughs> that you play as Dante. I know Dante's the main guy. He's got the two guns. Yeah, and yeah he yeah. shoots a lot of demons. Right. And some about well, demon slaying, I guess. That's about it. That's what okay. I know.
0: Yeah, I think when it came out, I assumed it was some sort of... Uh, like, it was a similar game to Resident Evil. But, um, oh. yeah, I guess like... No, it's, yeah.
1: it's more like God of War. It's a hack and slash. Oh, I it's see. It's like I a see. combo combo driven hack and slash game where you're constantly hitting enemies you know those games where you hit enemies and they kind of float up in the air as you're hitting them and you're constantly hitting a bunch they float <laughs> yeah. up yeah and then you're kind of floating up with them and then yes. you're chaining combos but then you switch to another enemy and then switch to another right well, in devil may cry if you do it well enough you never touch the ground you're just constantly in the air hitting all these different enemies before you finally drop back down to the ground wow
0: that must be tiring for it's, dante
1: <laughs> it's famous for its weird humor as well as like crazy cutscenes. Oh, so, okay uh people love the characters of Devil May Cry so I think it would actually do really well as an anime so okay. I'd be interested in that do
0: you ever find out why the devil cries
1: <laughs> no but you don't know if it does or not because it may oh, it cry it may cry but you're not okay. sure if
0: it did like you, you have to find out if you have to tell like a really bad joke and that'll determine whether it cries or not like that was just so sad I need to cry or, like that yes. was the worst joke uh, ever
1: I, I'm gonna segue out of this Um, I, sh- <laughs> I saved the best news for last Oof. so I don't know if you heard this um, Crash Bandicoot is getting its own racer! It's getting re- redone from PlayStation 1. So, back in the day, or not back in the day, but like, I don't know, a year ago or so, Crash got its trilogy done for. It's it remade for the PlayStation 4. And it was the same code as the PlayStation 1 version of Crash 1, 2, and 3, but then it was redone with new graphics. And we've talked about it a few times on the show. Well, anyways, it did so well, they're bringing my favorite card racer game. The one that I think is far superior to Mario Kart, yeah. and that is crashed Tag Team Racing. So they're bringing it to uh, the PlayStation Four as well, and awesome. redoing the graphics. That looks. They're also apparently, sorry, go ahead. Oh, the, I was gonna say that is that looks good. Yeah, it's I yeah, it looks it looks really good. It's uh, and it's it's all the same code as well. So they're going for the same style from way back when. Um, but they're also going to be adding characters to it, apparently.
0: Nice.
1: And it's apparently also on the Switch, so I guess Nintendo's not really mad about it at all. So.
0: <laughs> would you say that this is more like... Okay, because I found Diddy Kong Racing like quite different from Mario Kart Racing. Um, I can't... From Mario Kart Racing. From Mario Kart. And I can't quite pinpoint why, but how would you compare this one to Diddy Kong Racing?
1: Um, I've never played Diddy Kong Racing, to be honest, but Crash is like really similar to Mario Kart but the thing I really liked about Crash is I found it more technical Mario Kart is by no means easy but I found Crash tag team racing to get a lot more technical so items uh, for example the items you would pick up an item and then you can level up an item and then it goes to level 2 then level 3 so you can get better versions of your items as they go up uh, but also you can use your items for the environment sometimes to make them worse or make the environment change. So in Mario Kart you can kind of do that a little bit, or like let's say like a shell bounces off something a perfect way and hits somebody, like that'll work. Yeah. But in crash in crash tag team racing, there's moments where like you can use an item to hit a switch sort of thing. And the ah. switch can change the environment of a level. So there's That's lots cool. of things like that are really interesting and very well thought out, and uh, you can tell the creators had a lot of fun making it.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, that sounds really cool. I <clears throat> I would be interested in trying that. It is a lot of fun, and
1: I, I I'm not even a, the biggest Crash fan. I just know the characters a little bit, but uh, I used to play this game all the time because the racing was extremely fun. Very fun. Oh, and there's boss races too. So you have to go through all these different levels, but then you do a boss race. And that was the most fun. So it's just you and the boss racing on the whole track and going through the whole thing, and that was just so good.
0: Yeah. So that's the one thing that I can think of uh, similar to Diddy Kong Racing, which was mm. different from Mario Kart. Was yeah. In right. Diddy Kong Racing, in each of the worlds or whatever it was, you had to like yeah, you had to race against a boss who wasn't actually in like a cart like you or anything like that. Like in Diddy Kong Racing, right. you could be in a in a go kart or a plane or like um like a like a mini hovercraft or or something like that. And so each of the bosses were based on like the environment you were in. So when you were in your hovercraft or like jet ski or whatever it was, like you would race against, I think like an octopus or something. And then <laughs> uh, when you were flying... Oh, so the the boss of like the whole game was like this weird, mysterious, giant pig wizard thing. So when you were, I think when you were like the very last boss, when you, when you race against him, you're flying maybe. Um, and when you're... Oh, I can't remember now when you're racing in the cart. Maybe you're like racing against some sort of Dinosaur that turns into a ball and rolls I could be totally off but but anyway that, that was like the that was like the main main difference that I could see from Diddy Kong racing and Mario Kart So it's cool. Yeah, like I th- I think that adds um That helps with people who are more like single-player players, right because Mario Kart, like that's definitely grown into like that's like the multi multiplayer racing game per se, like party game. Whereas... Yeah, I would say so.
1: It's the most general one that everyone seems to know about and can pick up and play really easily.
0: Yeah, but then yeah, having the bosses in something like Crash and Diddy Kong Racing that that opens up um, more opportunities for single player players, single yes, players for to sure.
1: play. Single, yeah. I don't know many people that play Mario Kart on its own, like just play Mario Kart without friends. Yeah. It's usually playing it just to play with friends, right? And, yeah. uh, and there's no real story to Mario Kart. While there's story to Crash Tag Team Racing and there's story to uh, maybe the Diddy Kong one, I'm not sure. I think a little bit, yeah. Um, um, I'm going to shift topics, and by that I mean I'm not going to shift topics. I'm actually going to stay on topic. <laughs> but I'm going to shift my topic to be this. Because, for one, we're going a little bit over time, for what I thought. Um, but for two i've got enough to say about racing games anyways that i want to kind of continue this topic okay so i want to keep talking about this sure um but also let's add in a few other racers so let's actually just compare racers to mario kart and the major differences in them and uh what we like about the other ones maybe in mario kart and we can also what we like about mario kart i just like this topic so i think we should stay here cool but what were you gonna say
0: um with uh, oh well just a simple thing like the crash so this one is called crash team racing right the nintendo switch one nitro fueled um, or something
1: oh I, it used to be called crash tag team racing oh this tag is team just race. crash team racing you're
0: right okay i was gonna ask if it was called crash CGR. test racing but i guess i was oh. <laughs> i might have been mixing it up with uh the old crash test dummies tv show did you ever watch that oh
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i forgot about that
0: i love that show i was so disappointed there were only like four episodes that ever aired and on saturday mornings in canada or at least where i was <laughs> but I really like that show. Anyway, sorry, a segue.
1: No, it's all good. Um, yeah, so I actually used to play a lot of kart racers before playing Mario Kart. Um, and the biggest one I used to play all the time, and I haven't seen footage of this in a long time, is Lego Racers. Did you, did you ever play that one?
0: No, I didn't even know that was I, a thing. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really was, get into Lego games. So, yeah, oh, okay. Really. I
1: think it was popular. I think there's quite a few people that played it. It was on N64 and uh, PlayStation 1. Okay, probably PC as well, actually, and you can build your own Lego cart in it, and that's what I like the most. Oh, yeah, that's it. cool. Yeah, customizable. But, uh, people back in the day, that was like obviously pre-Minecraft and pre a lot of like more customizable games like that. So being able to make your own cart was really interesting. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was a it was a typical cart racing game. I'm just going to share a little bit of footage while sure. it. But what again? I actually think I mixed up my crash knowledge, and uh, this was the game that had items that leveled up as you played, and I really like this concept. So in this one you picked up a colored block so he has blue as his block you just use that item yeah but if you get a blue item it's a specific item It'd be like a shield type item and then you pick up a, a power up then your blue shield type item gets better and you level up your blue shield type item as you go ah. so it's really interesting so you get a green one is speed boost but if he levels up his green one he gets a major speed boost and in lego fashion like each one that's leveled up it does like a new lego build for uh how it uh, goes so i don't know it was really really awesome and i loved that idea because it was like you could use your power up right now or you could try to save it and have a much better power up as you go so i added a whole new tactic to the racing style yeah because that really, really depends good.
0: on your timing like you really want to be strategic of like do i use the item now or later whereas something yeah. like like in mario kart i mean a lot of the items can be pretty much used at that moment yeah um at least well i mean like i'm not a pro player by any means but when i <laughs> when i have played it it seemed like most of the time like like, yeah, you can you can have one item set up already. So say you've got, like, your three green shields that are just floating around, but, like, they're in use. You've used them right away. Um, and then at the same time, like, while that's going, then you can, like, prep your next item to go. Um, yeah, so that, that's a that's a cool so, layer for a racing game.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a good one. And the other one I played all the time was Hot Wheels Turbo Racing uh, on PlayStation 1. And it's, it's a Hot Wheels game, but it's technically the same as a kart racer, right? So you're just... You're racing like micro tracks and uh, you have items as well available to you to give you speed boost. Uh, and I believe there's rockets that you shoot at each other as well. And you're trying to kind of knock each other off the tracks. But this one to me was also like an amazing racing game that I thought was really well done. But the thing is, the major thing is that I didn't have um, Mario Kart because I didn't have a Nintendo 64 or anything like that. I never had a Nintendo console. Uh-huh. So I always had to play all these other kind of knockoff <laughs> kart version games right like so i was always playing these kinds of things but and i love mario kart but i also like i I get really excited about these other kart racers so now when i see the crash one i i don't know i just i get really excited about it i think there's something really cool about a new crash game
0: you know what i never really took crash bandicoot for being such and i was gonna say an underrated character but he's definitely not he's like a really popular character apparently
1: yeah, no, I mean, I, I gotta be honest, I didn't think he was that popular either, but there's a lot of people that really liked him. Like, he was the big PlayStation mascot for a long time there.
0: Oh, but, I uh, guess that's why, yeah, but just sp- specifically for having, like, that one pivotal character, or one, uh, like, that face. Cause, like, Sega had Sonic, Nintendo had yeah. Mario, uh, what Crash had attitude
1: kind of like how Sonic had attitude. Like, Crash, like, made fun of Nintendo in that one commercial. Oh, did he? Um, <laughs> you know for a while well, playstation like, was launching sorry go, go ahead oh well so for a while because like i never played
0: um i didn't own a playstation so whenever i did play it i would play it at toys r us like another one of those demo things and they always yeah. had vector man or vector or whatever. oh yeah vector like, yeah, yeah yeah and so like whenever i thought of playstation i thought of vector man i'm like oh he must be <laughs> like the face of playstation like that's that's what playstation is about it's about these Vectorman's weird genesis
1: though isn't he yeah
0: he's sega genesis vector was sega genesis oh yeah. right never mind sorry i played
1: that on like sega cd or maybe they just had you, a sega or like a 32x or
0: know, something like that you
1: know what man was playstation though and should be the mascot to playstation i'm gonna show you a photo uh
0: i'm trying to think back of who i thought of playstation and it was like who's
1: this that? Is guy is that the tick what is that <laughs> no pepsi <laughs> man why <laughs> Pepsi Man. This guy should be the uh, logo to PlayStation. He was a Japanese game called Pepsi Man. And it was literally just a Pepsi product advertisement game. But it's hilarious and it's amazing. <laughs> and was that was that supposed to be
0: like, oh, no, Pepsi and 7-Up are in the same uh, brand. Oh, that right? that
1: was the spot or cool spot or whatever. Right. Yeah. Pepsi um, Man is really popular at speed runs, uh, speed running challenges. Oh. So people talk about Pepsi Man all the time. But it's just hilarious it's a stupid advertisement game where you just play as this pepsi man it's like a speedrunner. but anyways it's gotten really popular and people are starting to enjoy it more and more and more whoa so. this is like parkour yeah, <laughs> yeah it's parkour the game he plays pepsi man <laughs> it's kind of like a racing game kind of kind cool of racing. i think um, um you know what now really that popular. i think
0: about it maybe the face of playstation for me yeah I, i'm gonna have to look up some old games but like i can kind of picture something like it might uh, it might have been Tomb raider
1: Oh yeah, Laura Croft. She was also for a while there, the icon. They couldn't really find one. When it started though, it was definitely Crash, and the very first trailer for uh, PlayStation uh, showed a guy dressed up as a Crash mascot with like a, an air horn. <laughs> and he'd be yelling at everyone to play PlayStation games. Yeah. And he had a big van, and in his van he had all these PlayStation games for people to play, and he had all these like, TVs and stuff. But then the the joke was, he went to Nintendo's headquarters, in which this big Nintendo building, and they filmed the commercial there. And he's got the uh, microphone, he's yelling at Nintendo, and he says like, "Hey, plumber boy," <laughs> and he's like making fun of them. Like, it was really well done, and people really enjoyed it. But unfortunately, it kind of inculcated this like PlayStation behavior, where they're like, "We're better than everyone else." <laughs> but whatever it was fun
0: interesting <laughs> i'm gonna i want to look up to see what some of the uh, like one of the first games ever ever from ever uh we never, uh, never ever released do you know that song
1: yeah y- yeah wait we were
0: you saying the the t-swizzle song
1: yeah it was oh, okay okay yeah, I don't know the lyrics, so that's about all I knew. Well, yeah, because uh, you, you and I
0: never really talk about, like, music pop culture as much, so I'm like, I've <laughs> never... I don't
1: know any music well, pop yeah, culture. yeah, that's why I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> so he, he knows it. that song.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, this can't be right. What? 1995? What? When did the PlayStation come out? Doom. Lemmings. Oh, Lemmings.
1: Yeah, but they were really confused. Like, Sony did not know who to make the face of their... Things like right, Crash became the face for a while there. So was Spyro for a little bit. Um, uh, Laura Croft was for a bit. Uh, this is like I'm talking about PlayStation One only. But yeah, yeah, that, that was like all they kind of threw it around. Parappa, I believe. Parappa the Rapper was. The oh yeah, Parappa the Rapper. Yeah. Right. So yeah, they've been a little bit confused on what to do with their their icons and stuff. But but Crash is doing well. Good on him. Yeah, that's coming cool. back, and I I wouldn't be surprised if we get an original Crash game fairly soon. In fact, for all I know, they've already announced one. I don't really they, know. Yeah, have they? I don't know if they have. But I could see them bringing it all back and trying to make a whole new Crash experience that everyone's like, ah, and then same with Spyro because they did the Spyro trilogy. Yeah. They gave it the Crash format, and that did well as well. So yeah. uh,
0: Good on them for that. I wouldn't doubt it, but at the same time, I feel like if they, because they, they recently brought him back or they're, they announced him for Smash Bros. And they're also doing this racing game. I feel like it'd yeah. be quite a bit if they wanted to all of a sudden like bring the, um, like, I guess they could announce it, but if they release it around the same time, it'd be so awkward because then they'd have Crash <laughs> Bandicoot the remake competing with Crash Racing. Like they'd probably want to spread right. it out, sort of, right? That's true. Yeah. yeah.
1: Did, okay. Did you turn was... off the lights? What's up? What? 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 What'd you say?
0: I sorry. I had I because I was looking at some. Um, on my browser, and when I go back to you, it's, like, all dark now.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the sun has gone. The sun has gone. Um,
0: I got my friend's reference, saying? although, I mean, it's not, like, that great.
1: Go for it. Do it. Um, go ahead. Just,
0: singing the sun reminded me of, like, the sun will come out tomorrow. And then, like, Chandler, when he's, like, bet, yeah, bet. bottom dollar that tomorrow <laughs> uh. there'll be sun. Son. that's all yeah it takes the littlest thing to remind uh, me of friends no matter what i like
1: that scene i remember that scene yeah <laughs> um okay we are going to do a very special thing on this episode Ew. and it is called the wheel of scum 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 scum, scum anthos scum. uh kid music
0: click on today's
1: version of the Wheel of Scum, we've got our very first item, which is Pirate Adventure. Our second <laughs> item is Shakespeare and Our third item is Crossover and <laughs> Crossover. <laughs> and fourth item is A Haunting Tale of Whoa! Fifth item is Who Wants to Be Scum Millionaire. And final <laughs> uh, item on the list is Swash Buckle Up! <laughs> Buckle Up, Buckaroo! So, Anthos, without <laughs> further ado, would you please with further... spin the wheel, uh, with the
0: wheel? Without further ado, do do do. Sorry.
1: Okay, and click. Click. It's spinning. I put it on a really quick spin, so it's probably going to spin really fast. Here we go. It's landing on a haunting tail, possibly? oh who wants to be scum millionaire mm. wow we haven't had this one in a long oh, time quite a while yeah okay cool um i have to ask you uh okay so we I mean, don't have on, to ask who me. wants to be scum millionaire uh answer me these questions three and receive the glee of the daughter of g in the ball this knee <laughs> what <laughs> did you edit this <laughs> wait can you read it again <laughs> it says who wants to be scum millionaire Answer me these questions three and receive the glee of the daughter of G in the ball. This me. I don't think that was me. I think that was me. But I read it the first time and had no idea what I was saying. Now I get it. It used to be called Impress the Governor's Daughter. Oh So yeah, now that's it right, says yeah. Answer me these questions three and receive the glee of the daughter of G which would be the governor, the governor yeah. in the ball meaning the ballroom <laughs> yeah. <and> this knee <laughs> and I think knee I just meant for night but it rhymes with glee. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that out loud. Oh my god. Well, I'm glad you finally did it. <laughs> uh, okay so Impress the Governor's Daughter got retitled to Who Wants to Be Scum Millionaire? Anyways, here's my first question for you. Tell me if you've heard this or not cuz I don't know if we've gone through these ones, okay. but I don't think we have. Um, question number 1 for you Anthos. <laughs> Patrick Stewart has said that turning down this Disney character is the greatest regret of his film career. Is it A, Jafar? Is it B, Hades? Is it C, Scar? Or is it D, Captain Hook? Oh! Now I have to pull up the answers because I did this so long ago. I don't even know what it is. Oh wow! Those, Those are Stewart.
0: such great choices too.
1: Oh yeah, and I only got the answers, so I had to make up the the answers oh. for these. So like when I would see it, I would see the answer, and I just had to make up the other ones. Yeah. Just so as you know. Um...
0: Oh boy The greatest mistake of his entire career
1: The greatest regret of his film career Wow that's huge Jafar, Hades, Scar or Captain Hook
0: Um If he turned down something I'm gonna go with Oh man Uh, Captain Hook Is that your
1: final answer? Yes it is You're wrong (laughs) that was uh it's actually a jafar
0: oh he was my least like he was the my lowest guess
1: oh well he thought about it he was considering it and did not take it and it's the biggest regret of his film career i wonder why yeah we're talking like the old aladdin not the new one obviously oh
0: yeah yeah um i just because i was trying to think of like what Like, what kind of benefit could there have been for the rest of your future from doing either one of those? And I feel like there would have been so much more from doing Captain Hook for some reason, but...
1: But Aladdin was really popular with... uh like genie and all that and i think people didn't really realize it at the time like it was kind of like when it was coming out people were like uh what is this like especially if you're an actor look like at the script you're like what is this yeah like uh, i don't really know anybody in it oh robin williams is apparently in it okay but is it gonna do well i have no idea huh and then it like came out and everyone loved it and it like skyrocketed in fame so right Uh okay cool so who knows okay next the next question is which 90s movie featured the looney tunes on its soundtrack is it A, the Roger Rabbit? I mean, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> oh, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> is it B, Space Jam? Is it C, the DuckTales movie? Or is it D, the Pagemaster? Which 90s movie featured the Looney Tunes on its soundtrack?
0: I'm going to go with Space Jam. But wait, wait, can we say that all again? Just one more time?
1: Roger's Rabbit. Okay. I, mean, I mean Roger Rabbit. <laughs> you just don't <laughs> want to say that title correctly. Uh, Space Jam. And that's who framed Roger DuckTales. Rabbit, right? It is who framed <laughs> okay. Roger okay. Rabbit. You're right. Yeah. Um, who framed Roger Rabbit? Blah, the <laughs> Space Jam. <laughs> I can't say it. C, the DuckTales movie, or D, the Pagemaster.
0: Okay, Space Jam. Is that your
1: final answer? Yes. <laughs> you are correct, yes. sir. Yes. And Why? Because they were actually in the movie. <laughs> good one. Good, good one. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Question number three. Are you ready? Which Pokemon has the index number zero zero four? Is it A? Uh, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> uh, that one did not even need a multiple choice. I uh, commend you for that. Good job. Thank sir. you. You redeemed yourself. Yes. <clears throat> Which Disney movie soundtrack featured Mel Gibson? Oh, what? Toy Story Two, Aladdin, Pocahontas, or Tarzan? No way. Which Disney's movie soundtrack featured Mel Gibson? Toy Story Two, Aladdin, Pocahontas, or Tarzan? Holy. I'm glad this one stumped you. Stumped me, so. That's just, like, it's
0: such an interesting thing to... F- like, I would never picture Mel Gibson featured in any... I know! Like,
1: it's s- funny, if you ask my girlfriend soundtrack. this, though, she would know this one immediately. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, all, all the options one more time? Toy Story 2, Aladdin, Pocahontas, or Tarzan? <sighs> the real question is... Which Disney movie was Mel Gibson in I know like
0: <laughs> I can't uh what the I'm gonna go with sorry what's the last option Tarzan Tarzan I'm torn between Tarzan two and Toy Story it's a lot of alliteration there
1: uh I don't wanna wait. For our lives to okay, be over. I'm just
0: gonna go with Toy Story 2.
1: Okay, you're gonna go with Toy Story 2? Yeah. Is that your final answer? Yes. You are incorrect, ah. sir. It was Pocahontas. Really? I believe he plays John Smith or whatever the guy's name is in that. He was the voice of John Smith? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's the lead in that, yeah. What? But that is the answer. Oh, I didn't... Yes oh man oh. now you know now you know and okay you the know? last question on Scum Millionaire which Smash Bros. character has this moveset I think you're gonna get this uh, this is the moveset Peanut Pop Gun Rocket Barrel Boost and Banana Peel Diddy Kong is it a oh sorry say, say the <laughs> <Your> options <laughs> correct sir good job there you go you can feel better about yourself thank
0: though. you as soon as it said yeah. Peanut Gun I'm like okay that's Diddy Kong <laughs>
1: Okay. Well, some people wouldn't know that. Peanut Pop Gun, yeah. yeah Peanut Pop Gun, would. yeah. Good job. I guess it, I put Donkey Kong, <laughs> Ganon, Diddy Kong, and Ness. Nice. Well, you know, <laughs> I feel only, like
0: Ness would have been a good Like, if yeah, somebody Ness didn't is the know that. Ness that makes sense. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, okay, okay, good what the other options for the Pokemon one?
1: Oh, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, or Pikachu. Oh, I see. Okay, cool. If it wasn't you or someone <laughs> like you, they may have been thrown out. Yeah. But like, honestly, for me, I probably, I think I would have said Squirtle. Okay. Like, if, if I just thought about it in my head, like, I think I would have said Squirtle. So. Right. Squirtle seven. Th- one, one is Bulbasaur, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have said Squirtle either. Yeah. Then after... Okay, good job, sir. Thank you. That was, who wants to be a scum Wait, so I got three
0: Woo-hoo. out of five? Does that mean you I... Yeah, three out of five. I feel like that's like the first time I've actually gone even, like, gone positive. Yeah, this. I think so. Actually, maybe getting better. Wow, slowly but surely. <laughs> After almost thirty episodes, <laughs> we're almost
1: there. Anthos, topic number two, I bestow on to you. Ooh, and that rhymed. It did.
0: Uh, right. So my topic, you know. What? Okay, I'll be honest. I haven't actually thought it through that much, what? but what? But 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 <laughs> I kind of figured it would just be like um, similar to what we did a couple weeks back, where we we did have a couple topics in mind. It was really just about like what uh, like letting the creative juices flow. Um,
1: Good, I like that.
0: So I mean, this is kind of this will be a mixture of that, but or could it be maybe not? It's really just like recalling movies, but. Um, my topic is about like uh, some of like the best underrated movies that you can think of or maybe Ooh. like what was probably underrated because I don't actually oh, know a lot okay. of I don't actually yes. know a lot of like stats um, like this for movies but um, like I can think of just movies that I liked that maybe people like nobody else had ever heard of and I think I explained to you one of them and one was The Replacements
1: Oh, you did talk about that one. Yes, and like I've never heard of it before. Right. Right. So the replacements featuring yours truly, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Um, Oh, you're right. You know what? I've actually seen the movie once with my brother. Oh, okay. Long time ago. Do you remember it at all? Not really. I just remember Keanu Reeves starring. Okay.
0: Yeah, Keanu Reeves, uh, Gene Hackman, um, John Favreau. That was the first time I I ever saw John Favreau. Oh. Um, Not friends. No, it was in replacements yeah oh, wow. uh, so I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw in replacements before friends because uh, I wasn't watching friends from the moment Roy they, from the they were released
1: and sorry who Roy from the office
0: yes yeah yeah that's right Roy yeah yeah Roy's in it too yeah. um, and uh, there's probably some other people uh, the guy who's the soccer player I feel like I've seen him in other stuff too oh the the he was in um, the Hugh Grant and uh Notting was it Notting Hill the movie with Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts. Where Julia Roberts is like some famous actress. And then um, she she stumbles upon like Hugh Grant's home or... So, oh no. <laughs> bookstore. And then like finds him at home. And she's like chased by the paparazzi. And, and ends up staying over the night at his place. And his Isn't room... is not, Notting Hill? I think it... Yeah, yeah, Notting Hill. I think, I think sure. that's Notting Hill. Yeah. Yeah. And Hugh Grant's roommate is like this like weird a uh, seemingly perverted like uh, uh british guy who like walks around in his underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: rise ifens. Yes. So yes. anyway, he's... And he is uh Spider-Man 2, he plays uh no, Amazing Spider-Man, he plays the Lizard. He's yes, the doctor.
0: Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he plays um he plays the uh, the soccer player in in the replacements. replacements. So he's basically yeah. he's just the the guy who takes the kicks. Okay. Uh like take, goes for the conversion and stuff, but um anyway, yeah. So that movie, like, I don't know a lot of people that watched it or know of it, but right. I really liked that movie. It was, it was, um, it was just a cool mishmash of just like it's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. You get like a whole bunch of a holes, put them together, and see what you make of it. Because it's like <laughs> right. it's such a like a cool diverse set of people. Like you've got well, that
1: might be that might be why I get this movie mixed up with the prison football movie. Oh, the longest yard. Longest Yard, because it has a similar tone to it, where it's like people that don't really care, yeah, but they use their aggression to then become good at the sport or something, right? So I think I've I know this movie Replacements because my brother really liked it, but at the same time I, I liked that Longest Yard one, so I think they both seem very similar to me, mm-hmm. but yeah, interesting. Um. Anyway, yeah, Replacements
0: was one of the first ones that came to mind. Uh, I'm sure I'll probably think of them with some more, but in the meantime, ha- like, do you know? Can you think of any off the top of your head?
1: Well, I don't know if it's so like I've always felt like it doesn't get enough just desserts (laughs) for how good it is uh but I really really like cloudy with a chance of meatballs I think that's like one (laughs) Uh, of the best animated films yeah I I I talk about it all the time but I love that movie it's a really funny animated film and there's a lot going on in it that I don't think people realize or maybe I'm crazy and everyone else is normal I don't know but when I watch that movie there is like every scene has something going on that makes me laugh so hard and sometimes it's stuff in the background or sometimes it's just an expression on a person's face or just the idea of what's going on but everything's like symbolic everything has an analogy everything is funny it's adult humor it's kid humor it's 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 editing it's everything about it is just funny and it is it makes me laugh every single time so cloud of the chance meatballs though has not been hugely successful it did have a sequel but i didn't like the sequel very much um but I don't hear people talking about it as much like the way I talk about it. So I, I always find that really weird to me. But maybe I just it resonated with me in a way that it doesn't with other people. I guess that wasn't but Pixar, was it? it? No, no, it was a Blue Sky. I think.
0: Um, Interesting. I wonder if that's why. Because yeah, you know what, like or Sony I,
1: Entertainment, maybe I don't know if it's the same thing, but
0: yeah. Uh, I feel like that that one kind of flew under the radar because like I feel like people yeah. did watch it, but then it was probably overshadowed by some other like Pixar movie that came out at the time as well. but the
1: funniest thing ever maybe maybe what's also sad is that like i thought it was really well done and well written and and everything about it and then the guys who made it who also made clone high the tv show back in the day um they're just really funny guys and they write like everything together it's phil lord and christopher miller uh they went on and wrote the lego movie the very next thing they did was the lego movie and that was incredibly popular and everyone loved it that was huge when i watched the lego movie I loved it of course I I thought it was really really good but all I could think about was how much it was just like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs it was Uh their same humor and I was like oh my god I was like people don't even realize they've already done this like they should have got all that praise with Cloudy but instead they got it with this Uh, and then from there they also did 21 Jump Street which was really popular as well and also really funny and then they've uh, they've gone on and done that um, the end of the world one what's it called Last Man on Earth and they did Last Man on Earth as well which one's uh, that one? It's a television show. Oh, okay, okay. Um, But it's also been very popular and also very funny. So it's just strange. These guys are really good. And uh, people do talk about them every now and then. And they got really popular because they were going to do the Han Solo movie. But then they ended up getting fired from Disney. So they never got to finish the Han Solo movie. And it got Uh... finished by Ron Howard. But... uh, they're really really talented and they i think it all started for me with cloudy with chance of meatballs and i really wish people watched it more often or talked about it because it's got some great jokes that i quote like daily so yeah (laughs) uh i think like
0: i'm trying to think back but like i'm sure that i did watch it did i watch it in theaters
1: yeah i did i got dragged to it i didn't want to see it (laughs) and i thought it looked really dumb and then I saw it in theaters, and like I was blown away. I bought it immediately when it came out on Blu-ray, and like would show it to people and be yeah. like, "You have to watch this movie." And we would just watch it and, <laughs> and make people watch that movie. <laughs> I feel
0: like you know, okay, I probably did watch it in theaters, but then I, I I probably forgot about it just because of like whatever was happening at the time. But I do remember mm. going to watch um, one of those like outdoor theaters, and and it was playing. And oh, I remember yeah. watching it that time. I'm like, wow, this is a great movie. Like I I really liked it then. Um, so I don't know what changed in the meantime, but I feel like it was probably probably timing with whatever
1: kind of movie came out at mm. the same time as well um do you have another underrated film that you uh you feel is very underrated uh you know it's hard to
0: okay and again like but part of my topic is like or what is probably or what was probably considered underrated because like again like i don't really know stats um but one movie that i really liked was Waterworld.
1: oh really yeah, that's okay. That totally makes sense for the underrated category, only because you hear so much flack about that movie.
0: Oh, do you? People okay. always
1: talk. Oh, well, people talk about either how bad it is or about how much of a production flop it was, because they spent so much money on that movie, but way too much, and then it didn't make its returns back, and it was like the first major flop in film history, like major flop. It lost so much money. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. But that's that's funny that you enjoyed it though, because there's probably a lot to like about it. It's a very unique story. So it's super unique and but
0: i think it wasn't even necessarily like the concept of the story that what got me i think it was actually just like you know it was probably it was probably kevin costner's um like his character because he was kind of like like a no care attitude character and i never really never really got into those movies because like i always liked the movie where like somebody like captain america where like he's a good person and he wants to do good things and you know that and he goes out of his way to do these good things but he was kind of like uh he was sort of like that mysterious character where like he'll do good things but like he didn't he he didn't seem like he was like um willing to commit to it because he's kind of just like it's all about self-preservation but then like in the back of his mind you can you can see there's something in there that like he's he's considering something he's showing that there is something important out there but he's just not like he's He's showing some hesitation. And so I just, I enjoyed watching him in those moments where he's like deciding, you know, like, okay, well I should help these, this, uh, uh, what is it, like a little, like a girl and his mom, I think. Not, not his mom. Sorry. A girl and her mom. Like they were just like lost or whatever, or they were like right. running away from other, um, they were running away from other like pirates or something. And I think it's been a while since I've seen it, but I think I remember the scene where like, I think she tried to. um, They got on the boat, and I think she tried to like hijack the boat from him and like kind of like take it from him. But he's just like he's almost like master of the seas. Like there's nothing you could do against him. And he was kind of like like yeah, like whatever, like nice try, (laughs) and just kind of and then just like let that be. And I don't know, like I just (laughs) I really enjoyed watching it. It was for me. It was just cool to see this character who was like okay, he's kind of like a he's like not really a badass he's just like a guy that sticks to himself and happened to stumble upon these people in need and didn't seem like he was willing to do it but over time you see like okay yeah there's there's more to it than just like me being on my raft and just like trying to survive like there are these other people that like they just need help and he just grows like the reluctant hero
1: like not yeah kind of like realizes his thing over the course of the story arc yeah yeah exactly Yeah. yeah okay um, instead of say, like my last one, I would say is Starship Troopers, but instead of going into <sighs> it, I would say, uh, I would say one thing that I've really enjoyed maybe about underrated movies and where we are now is people now get to make these cult classic movies, uh, into compilations on YouTube and make these great clips about why movies were underrated and how we should appreciate them more. Uh huh. And, uh, you can see almost like video essays, I guess, on people talking about why this movie is so good. And you see these all over the place on YouTube. They're everywhere. And I'll, I'll sit and watch the things. And sometimes I agree and sometimes I disagree. But I, I love watching those because sometimes you find hidden gems that way. And, like, for Starship Troopers, like, many people have done different reviews on it. PewDiePie does a really good one, though. And uh, it talks about all the things that you may have missed or people may have thought about that movie and why it was awful. Yeah. And why they never wanted to see it. And then he really lays it down in the video of why it's actually so entertaining and such a good movie. And what people probably thought, but what, what it actually was kind of thing. Okay. It's really interesting. So there's a lot of that. And uh, other people talking about things like Pirates of the Caribbean, the very first one, and why it's so good and why the other ones are not so good. Yeah. And like what it, is, what it is about Pirates of the Caribbean that we all loved, the very first movie at least. And it's so interesting when you watch these and you go like, oh my gosh, like there there's a lot going on in the background. So I just like I like the time we live in where these underrated films can actually be really uh it, it can be enjoyed in the right way. You can actually have somebody point you in the right direction before you even watch it too, which is really cool. Yeah. So I like that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I kind of feel like some of the movies that I would consider uh, good are also kind of based on my influences of, of other friends. So um, like if they were like, oh, this movie is so good, but like nobody else has ever told me that. Like I, I, th- I feel like I'm just because I trust the opinion of my friend and like he's close to me that by association, I like this movie. So, for one, like, I'd probably have to rethink it, but um, one would be Small Soldiers. I think... Oh, I, w- I love that movie. Right? That yeah. so it actually, so good. It was, it was a really fun movie to watch. Like, I it was a all about that cool concept. Like, I think when I first watched it, I was a little bit... I might have been turned off as a kid just because, like, um, you know, I really like my toys. And so maybe I was, like, picturing, um, uh, like, whoever the sergeant is, like, the main commando. Um,
1: are they the commandos?
0: Yeah. Is that what they are?
1: I think the other commandos, yeah, the the Argonauts versus the commandos. Yeah, 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 Argonauts and commandos. So like, um,
0: uh, it's weird because it's like monsters versus humans, even though they're toys. And like, you would normally think that like, okay, so the humans are the ones that have to defeat the monsters. But this is like the other way around. It kind of just like monsters are fighting the humans, right? And like the monsters are like they're like the misunderstood creatures who are just trying to like be at peace. But it's the commandos that are the ones that are trying to like it's almost like they're just trying to create war like it doesn't have to be there but they want it to be there right and uh, I think as a kid I didn't like it because I I didn't like I didn't like the thought of um, like my toys like personifying my toys and them being so evil and so bad that they would become like that guy but then when I yeah when I actually looked back it was a it was really cool to see that concept come to life Um, oh oh, okay I, I just thought of a couple um, that reminds me, like uh, Toy Come to Life. Did you ever watch the Indian in the cupboard?
1: Oh yes, of course. Yeah, I remember As that a kid, one. I, I little... love
0: that movie. Yeah. And I I think because I bought the VHS, it was like a collector's edition where it came with a little cupboard. And it oh, came yeah, with a key yeah, that yeah. you had to actually like you used to open it and I like, saw
1: I remember seeing an advertisement for that. So like yeah. uh it showed that you would get that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I remember that. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, so Indian in the cupboard, and then along around that time, uh, Man of the House with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Chevy oh, yeah. Chase and Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, something about that movie just like oh, it got me. You know what? I, I've talked to you about this before, but um, when when they had those movies where it's like the male figures, like the father and the son, and they don't have like a strong relationship, but somehow like the movie shows the development of them, and um, like that's what would get me like emotionally. So I right. think. Maybe like my first instance as a kid that I can remember where where I I really enjoyed seeing the connection grow between a father figure and a son was from Man of the House with Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor
1: Thomas and Chevy Chase. Did you, ever, did you watch that movie? I've seen... I saw it a long time ago. I don't... I remember like glimpses of it, but I don't remember the whole thing. I think okay. we talked about this last time, but yeah, I remember little scenes, but not yeah. the whole movie.
0: So the premise of this movie is that Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Farrah Fawcett, um, their father... His father, I think, left him and he never came back. So, like, I think Jonathan thought his dad would be coming back, but just like just up and left. And so it was just him and his mom for however many years because he was really young and he became a teenager by the time um, his mom met Chevy Chase. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. because he had grown so protective, oh, uh, uh, grown so attached to his mom, he was really protective. And like any person that she tried to date, he would just automatically hate and try to like get rid of, but Chevy chase was like the most persistent. And it was almost like, um, it was kind of like an old time, um, how to lose a guy in 10 days because Jonathan Taylor Thomas was the one trying to get rid of this guy. But Chevy chase was trying to like go over, go over and above to like, like he, I think he just assumed like he was being tested, but he's just like, no, like I'm going to persevere just because like I want to, it was, it wasn't like he wanted to stick it to the kid. But it was just that kind of that was the
1: the relationship. Which is funny, because that sounds really similar to your other favorite father-son film, the Goofy movie. Oh. It sounds <laughs> it sounds very similar to the storyline there. I guess so. So you've got yeah. you've got some kind of connection with that.
0: that. Yeah, I mean like the the fathers and sons, like that really gets me. Um yeah. which is gonna yeah. be completely different from my last the last movie I'll mention. But I just want to talk about Man of the House a little bit more. What I think what I really enjoyed about it was Oh, you know what? Actually I just realized this movie is like multiple fathers and multiple sons because um, what Jonathan does, and this is where the connection with like the 10 things I hate about you is he purposely signs up himself and Chevy Chase for this like um, uh, like a scouts course or like, like a club for fathers and sons to like learn more about, oh, it's learn more about Indians. And okay. so it's, it's almost like that's such a weird thing to do and he thought that this was gonna um, like he thought he was this was gonna just completely throw Chevy Chase like oh like I can't do this this is just so weird but in the end Jonathan Taylor Thomas really 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 enjoyed like all the things he was actually picking up from these things and like he was making new friends he was even enjoying like the camaraderie of like the other dads too and eventually like him and his dad him and, and Chevy Chase like they became close through like it was like that unwitting un unwilling close relationship that evolved out of these courses or out of like the the cub, the club and then um yeah eventually then you see like chevy chase finally lets him down because he wasn't able to make it to this one like a like a camp like a weekend away but uh didn't realize that it was because there there was like a mob that was after him and tried to kill him and it was like this whole misunderstanding Anyway, that's like, that was such a great movie. Um, the last movie I want to mention... Do you have any more before I mention mine?
1: I can't think No, I was trying to think of another one, but I, uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head right now. I'm sure it'll come to me later, but okay, I can't think of any right now. The yeah. last
0: one I want to mention, you reminded <coughs> me when you said um, uh Starship Troopers, is Galaxy Quest <laughs> with Tim Allen.
1: Oh, yes! That's a really good that one. That was an amazing
0: movie for something that I'm sure was an underrated movie i think wow i think it was another yes. movie
1: galaxy quest is so good so good yeah i uh and like i hope it holds up the thing is i haven't watched it in years but i hope it holds up because that one is so much fun to watch and i watched it as a kid and laughed at all like the typical stupid things i would laugh at uh but i remember watching it later on and getting more of the jokes and like understanding tim allen more yeah. and understanding um Alan Rickman, Alan Rickman. More. and like yeah. he was so much more funny this time around. Yeah. Watching it, I was like, "Oh my god, he's so sarcastic!" But even that was probably a, like a middle of my life, middle point of my life now. So I would like to see it again now and see what I think. That's really interesting.
0: Yeah, and um, you know, it's it's odd because like the acting for the aliens, they were too, like it was so <laughs> cheesy. Like it's all it's not like anything um uh like. I don't know like Gamora is an alien right but she's like a pretty right. serious character so yeah. she doesn't she doesn't do anything that's like too kooky or too wacky but these <laughs> aliens they're just like they're straight up cartoons pulled out like that's literally like how they all are right um, yeah. and they're they're these weird like like you can't tell in the beginning but like later on you find out that they're just like these weird piles of like purple tentacle goop things oh, yeah. that are disguised that. Yeah. as humans like they just took that form because they went on earth Right. And yeah. um, oh man, I I'm thinking. I remember like when the leader of the aliens, um, like the way they talk is like, "You have to save us." I like that <laughs> yeah. voice, right? But
1: and they're like show no emotion. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> but but
0: even like when when he starts uh, when he starts realizing like Tim Allen's trying to tell him like no like what I do it's a TV show it's an act I'm not actually um like a space captain. I don't actually know how to like destroy people in war and stuff like that or you know, in, in space. And then like yeah. the aliens are so let down. And even though it's like really cartoony, you can you can feel you can sense there's actually so much pain in his voice, the way that he's he's expressing it. And it's just like wow, this is like it's just it's they're really like they commit to their characters so well, this like this goofy character that it like it actually makes sense like what they're doing and Anyways, I had a great time watching Galaxy Quest. I remember I showed my fiance. She had never seen it. And she's like, that was actually a really good movie. I'm like, I
1: know, right? It's, it's good. I miss it. I forgot all about it and that it even existed. And I miss it. Yeah. It, that's, <laughs> I want yeah. to watch this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a great pick. That's a perfect pick. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's, oh, do you want to end the topic there? or Because I, I don't want to top that. I don't think I can top let's, that. Let's, let's end it there. Yeah. Oh I just I just had the trailer on the background while you were talking. It was <laughs> we're ending I it. loved it. Ah, so and good. Ending it with GQ okay.
0: Galaxy Quest.
1: <laughs> Great, Anthos, That was our episode twenty-six? 27? Seven. Twenty seven. Wow. I think Holy right. Smokes. I believe so. Let me check just... my,
0: my uploads.
1: Yeah, that was twenty seven. Ooh. Wow. Oh my gosh. How do you feel? You feel good? Uh yeah. I feel good. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel great. yeah. And Anthos where is
0: Joyful Tower? <laughs> Uh, If you want to find me, you can find me online on Twitter
1: at A-N-T-H-0-Z-1 Oh,
0: and if you like to find me,
1: you can find me at (laughs) Twitter at Mapbrush Gaming, and you can also find us on YouTube at Mapbrush Gaming as well. We put this podcast in video format for you on YouTube, but if you want to check us out in podcast form, the original intended form, then that is on all of your podcasting platforms, so please go over there. If you'd like to leave us a comment or anything, that would be much appreciated, but if you have any questions for Anthos and I, you can get us at the scumbar podcast at gmail dot quam please (laughs) and please leave us a like or a review or a star rating or anything just so we know you're out there and what you think of each episode we appreciate you guys so much and as we always say here on this podcast anthos what do we say let the people know
0: never give up never surrender (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yes